are glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. The seed determines what the harvest will be. Now, it is not the soil that determines what will be raised. It is the seed that is sown that determines what will be raised. We get to thinking, you know, in the natural we know if you sow wheat, you get wheat. You don't get corn or tomatoes. But so many times we plant other seeds in the spirit realm and wonder why we didn't have a different harvest. The reason is because of this dominion principle. The seed takes dominion over the soil to produce that whereunto it was sent. Now, we're here in Isaiah, the 55th chapter. I want to read this again because it is so important that we understand this dominion principle. Verse 10, For as the rain cometh down, and the snow from heaven, and returneth not thither, but watereth the earth, and maketh it bring forth. Notice, it maketh the earth, or the soil, bring forth. It puts pressure on it. It makes a demand on the soil. It must respond, and bud it must bring forth, that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater. Now, have you ever asked yourself, what is the purpose of a plant or a seed? It's to produce more seed. That's what it's for. It's to produce more seed. Bread for the eater and seed for the sower. In other words, it produces that which you have need of in the present life, and also the thing that is needed for the future. There must be seed for sowing. So shall my word be. Now here, he very vividly displays what he's talking about. So shall my word be that goeth out of my mouth. In other words, it will make a demand. It will make a demand. And it shall not return unto me void. But it shall accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper in the thing whereunto I have sent it. In Psalms 107, verse 20, God said, I sent my word and healed them and delivered them from their destruction. That is the seed of God's word. It makes a demand. He sent his word and healed them and delivered them. So dominion was God-given. We find from Genesis 1, God gave mankind dominion over this planet. But so many times, Christians have just bowed down and have not exercised the dominion that God gave them. I want us to go to 1 Peter, the fifth chapter. And notice what Peter said in verse 6. He says, humble yourselves therefore under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time, casting all your cares upon him, for he careth for you. Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, how many of you know we have an adversary? He's called the devil. He's a fallen angel. Your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about seeking whom he may devour. Notice he's seeking whom he may devour. In other words, he can't devour everyone. So he has to seek whom he may devour. Whom resists steadfast in the faith. 
That's our job, is to resist him steadfast in the faith. Now, where does the faith come from? To resist him from the word of God. James 4, 7 says, Submit yourself unto God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Resist the devil, and he will flee. The Greek says, as in terror. Flee as in terror. If you resist him, according to the word of God. The problem is that so many times people just buddy up with him. I don't know what the people that have said to me, Brother Caps, the devil told me so and so. And they believed him. Well, the devil's a liar. And the father of it. I said, well, rejoice. Why? Because the devil's a liar. If he said it, you know it's not true. You learn some things from what the devil says sometimes. Those same people sometimes will say, well, do you have a word from the Lord for me? Yes, I have a word from the Lord for you. Quit listening to the devil. Take a fire over him. Exercise your dominion. He's an illegal alien on this planet. He has no authority here. God gave man dominion over this planet. Now, see, God gave man dominion. He turned it over to the devil. The devil became what the Apostle Paul called the God of this world. But I want you to know that Jesus came, and he walked perfect and upright under that old covenant. God anointed him with the Holy Ghost and power, and he went about destroying the works of the devil, and healing all that were oppressed of the devil. And then Jesus, you know, was crucified. The Bible says if the prince of this world had known, he wouldn't have crucified the Lord of glory. I guess not. Because he thought he had it made when he killed Jesus, had him killed and buried. But all he did was planning. And on the third day, he came up. He was the seed of righteousness, thank God. When God wanted righteousness in the earth, he sent a seed here. And they planted him, and he came up. That's one of the worst things Satan ever saw. He couldn't handle one Jesus, you know. But on the day of Pentecost, he got a hundredfold return. He was 120, poured out of the same mold. And Satan couldn't handle one Jesus. And they're going to exercise dominion on the planet. And if that wasn't bad enough, before the day was over, there's 3,120 of them poured out of the same mold to exercise dominion in the name of Jesus. Well, you see, when Jesus went to the cross and died, the Bible says that he spoiled principalities and powers. Colossians chapter 2, I believe it is, said he spoiled principalities and powers and made a show of them openly, triumphing over them in it. You notice Peter says he's as a roaring lion going about seeking whom he may devour because he can't devour those that know that they have dominion and exercise it. God gave mankind dominion. Well, somebody said, yeah, but he turned it over to Satan, and Satan became the God of this world. But did you read Matthew 28, where Jesus stood on the mountain? He said, all power is given to me. All authority is given to me, both in heaven and in earth. See, he got it back. He spoiled principalities and powers, made a show of them openly. What does that mean? That means that Satan got his authority from Adam, When Adam sinned and bowed his knee to him, he turned his authority over to Satan and Satan became the God of this world. But I want you to know that Jesus stripped him of that authority 
The word spoil in Colossians there, the Greek word that's translated spoil means to strip off or unclothe. And that's exactly what he did. He stripped him of his authority. And to tell you the truth, Satan's streaking now. He don't have a thing to wear. <laughs> Thank God he's been stripped of his authority. He's an illegal alien to this planet. He has no authority here. He has no dominion whatsoever. None. Only what you will allow him and give him. Now see, Jesus said, all power and authority is given unto me. All authority is given to me. That word power is authority. All authority is given to me, both in heaven and earth. He had it all. Well, somebody said, glory to God, when we get to heaven, we're going to get all this authority. Well, what would you do with it then? Be no devils up there. Be no demons up there. Be no wars up there. Be no problems up there. You don't need it then. You need it now. See, God gave that dominion. And Jesus stripped Satan of it and delivered it back to the body of Christ, to the believers. If you read Matthew 28 and then read Mark the 16th chapter, you get the full perspective of it that Jesus said all power and authority is delivered unto me I have it all if Jesus had it all Satan didn't have any did he I mean he stripped him of it and then he turned to the believers and says now you go in my name you cast out the demons you speak with new tongues you lay hands on the sick and they shall recover see he delivered that dominion back to mankind to the believer that's where it is today But you know, you don't have to operate in it. You don't have to exercise it. And it'll be just as though you didn't have it. If you don't exercise it. Just as Adam did. He didn't exercise his dominion. Now if you'll notice, God in the beginning there in Genesis 1-2, he looked out over the earth and he saw darkness. And he said, light be. And light was. Notice he didn't look out there and say, whoo, it's dark out here. No. He said light. Well, there wasn't any light. I know it. That's the reason he said it. See, he called it. Now, he exercised dominion over darkness by speaking light. Now, see, somebody said, I can understand that, but that was God. Well, then, maybe we can understand verse 26 and 28. God said, let us make man in our image and let them have dominion. How are them going to have dominion? The same way that him had dominion. Through speaking the words, speaking faith-filled words. God exercised dominion over the things that didn't line up with what he desired by words. We are to exercise our dominion by speaking God's word after him. The word comes down from heaven as the snow and the rain, and it does not return. The word came down to the earth, and it will accomplish that whereunto he sent it. If we'll speak it, if we'll take dominion over the circumstances of life through the word of God. See, Hebrews 4, 12 says, The word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword. It is more powerful than any words that the devil speaks. But we must proclaim and decree and plant what God has said and make a demand on the planet. God bless you. I do appreciate you joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast today. Now, our CD offer all of this week is CD offer number 7406. Four CDs for $29 plus $5 postage and handling. Now, this is one of the most enlightening series on the authority of man and Jesus that I've ever taught. And, of course, you know it's four CDs. There's a lot of 
teaching on there. And what we find out in the study of the scriptures that Jesus was born on the earth, it gave him authority here. You know, any spirit being that's on this earth that has not been born here has very little authority to change anything on this planet. But Jesus was born with a physical flesh, blood, and bone body. In Hebrews, the second chapter, verse 16, For verily he took not on himself the nature of angels, but he took on him the seed of Abraham. And verse 18 says, For in that he himself hath suffered being tempted, he is able to help them that are tempted. So Jesus proved what a man could do on this planet through the flesh, blood, and bone body and fellowship with the Father God. He walked perfect and upright under that old covenant, fulfilled it to the letter, and it passed away when they nailed him to the cross. And thank God, now there is righteousness through Christ by faith in Jesus Christ and his blood to redeem us. But most people don't understand that their body gives them authority. And now Jesus said, I give you power in the 10th chapter of Luke, I believe it was, said, I give you power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Now he's talking about mankind and Jesus is telling you, you have authority to lord it over the devil. Don't allow the devil to lord it over you. Take your authority and act on it and be an overcomer. That's offer number 7406. Four CDs for $29 plus $5 postage and handling. Toll-free order line one eight seven seven three nine six ninety four hundred. Until tomorrow, this is Charles Capps reminding you that the enemy is defeated. God is exalted, and yes, Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call one eight seven seven three nine six ninety four hundred, or write Charles Capps. P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescaps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Caps Ministries and our listeners in this area.